Welcome to Think Like a Penguin, The Art of Flying. This is the podcast to help you think outside the box, live more confidently against the grain and become your more authentic self. Penguins don't traditionally fly, but what's to say they won't one day? Hello, everybody. It has been a hot minute and my absolute apologies. I had a bit of a string of no-shows of people who were going to come on to the pod and then I felt like you're probably all a bit bored of hearing my voice and without a guest was the episode valid or worth doing but if anything I feel like this is actually quite helpful for me just to get some ideas out there and share some thoughts and some ponderings that I've had and if you're choosing to listen well I haven't pinned you down and forced you to so welcome back and I will just continue to do that. I will preface the episode as always by saying I'm not a clinical psychologist. I do have now mental health first aid training. I have lived experience and I have life coaching and um, kind of a long kind of journey through deep deep thinking self-awareness and personal work so I have life experience that I think gives me the rights if you like to talk about such topics but um, I'm not a medical professional of the mind so if you feel offended you don't agree or you um, have been moved by something that I say probably worth going and seeking some professional help Um, along the topic or whatever comes up for you. I don't think that I need to put any warnings at the front of this episode because we're going to be talking about something that I think every single individual struggles with and deals with throughout their whole lives, but it's not something that we can't um, improve upon with a little self-awareness as always. Everything is about self-awareness first, and then once you have the awareness, how do we move on from that point? Today's episode, I am going to be talking about fitting in versus belonging. Now, I was asked this question at my mental health um, course, and I'd, I'd never even considered the concept, and I've really been thinking about it because I was like, well, hang on, aren't they the same thing? But in a nutshell, fitting in is where you have to change a part of yourself, whether it's your beliefs, whether it's how you go about something, your values, um, even just something as small as your appearance or the way you act, your behavior, changing a part of yourself in order to be accepted by the group or somebody else. Belonging is where you can show up as yourself and be fully welcome, embraced and accepted. So obviously we want to all belong rather than wanting to fit in. Over time, fitting in is really detrimental because you actually end up changing who you are. You get lost in trying to fit in. Um, It can be quite exhausting, quite stressful, sometimes even dangerous. Um, So I'm going to break it down and I'm going to start with fitting in and what that looks like. And then I'm going to move on to belonging, what that looks like and how we can embrace belonging more in our lives. So fitting in is um, vital because it's a primal instinct and need to be part of a community, a tribe, a group. So back in caveman times, you would not survive if you were a single person living in a cave. 
we need the tribe to um, collect water, to fight bees, to fight other tribes, to um, obviously procreate and have the next generation. So it is within us, within our DNA, it's an absolute need. It's probably even, I would go as far to say, it's um, one of our necessities, like water, shelter, um, food, fitting in is definitely um, something that we need to um, do. I'm, I'm pausing a little bit because I keep saying fitting in. Fitting in is actually not what we need. Belonging is what we need. But we have mistaken fitting in and forcing acceptance from others as belonging. So that's the first awareness. How many times do you feel a little bit uncomfortable or you maybe do things differently to how you would otherwise or... I'm sure some of you listening here have drunk more than you want to at a social event just to feel like you belong, or you've worn something that is uncomfortable, or you feel like doesn't really look good on you, or you wouldn't necessarily normally wear it, but it's the trend. Like, do you have a mullet? Or does your son have a mullet? Or does your daughter have a mullet? Because that's what they deem is going to be socially acceptable, because it's cool to have a mullet in Australia. Um... I don't know if that's so last year, but, you know, have you changed an aspect of yourself that you really deep down, if you thought about it, felt a bit icky and uncomfortable, but you've done it as a way to try and fit in? I'm sure we can all have a memory that comes to mind. For me, I was allowed to go into town. I think I was 12 or 13. And uh, I think we were allowed two hours into into town in, in Worcester. And we all stood outside McDonald's for two hours and it felt like a lifetime it was so boring and so pointless and I I just didn't get it at all and I distinctly remember that moment because I made a decision I was only 12 and I was always slightly older than my years and a bit of an old soul but I made the decision that I would never do something with my time that felt boring, pointless, I didn't really understand it, when it was my free time. Obviously, I didn't have the choice to not go to school and I had to do extra English lessons for dyslexia and I have to, you know, there's things you have to do. But in terms of when it's my free time, and there was a a girl um, at the time in my class, I won't name her, but um, she she probably would recognise her if, if she listened to this, who was an avid horse rider and I remember her saying, because I was like, oh, you didn't, you didn't come to McDonald's Saturday. She's like, why would I? Like, I want to ride horses. And it was so powerful because it's like, oh, actually, I have permission to not have to go. Now, I'm not saying that that was an easy decision. And I will admit that I have felt lonely. And I've spoken about this on other episodes. I have felt lonely most of my life. I have not fitted in most of my life because from a very young age I don't think I even knew that I was doing it I chose authenticity and being true to myself and putting my happiness and what I want to do with my time before fitting in which is very unusual I appreciate that's really rare for someone so young to not try and fit in and I don't know whether you could say that's sort of on the spectrum or you know some some sort of disorder you could see that that is unusual obviously I have quite a unique personal journey through being very unwell and spending a lot of time isolated and in hospital and without friends 
But I think this separate from that, I did consciously put what I want to do first before trying to fit in. And I still do it to this day. And now I have the awareness that I am happier when I am doing what I want with my time. I go to the cinema by myself. I actually live most of my life by myself. I go on holidays by myself. I uh, play golf by myself. I skateboard by myself. I do a lot on my own. So I've made the choice that I can be and I am happier when I'm spending my time doing what I love um, rather than doing something I don't like, for instance, drinking. Personally, that's not something I've ever done and it's not something I think I'll ever do because I don't like that that is, you know, something that supposedly is going to add fun and, and um, yeah, a social event. But for me, I get more joy from doing something active or in nature or creative than doing that. So, yeah, fitting in has its role to help us to feel part of society. And we are conditioned by society to fit in. So we are conditioned by advertising, by social media. Every single advert, when it's selling a product, when it's selling an experience, whatever an advert is selling usually involves more than one person. I don't think you'd ever have someone with links roll on um, by themselves on a rock in the middle of nowhere. Or you wouldn't have someone enjoying a, a lovely Chardonnay opening a new bottle of wine by themselves on a beach. Or you wouldn't, like I can't even think, I'm not trying to think off the top of my head because all of my pods episodes just come from the flow, haven't got um, a script I'm following. I cannot think of something where they're advertising a product and you're sitting on your, by yourself. Even meditation and breath work and wellness sort of um, products, I think they advertise that as a way to then be a better version of yourself so that you can then um, embrace society and, and be a better person for society. So we are conditioned subconsciously on a very subtle level every day that fitting in and being part of and being around people and not being alone is best for us. Um, it's very clever because that's, like I've said, is an innate um, human need. So advertisers play on that as well. How many friends do you have on your socials? How many followers do you have? How many likes do you have? How many ticks do you have? No one aspires to have no friends, no followers, no likes, no comments. It's constantly feeding into that insecurity that we need more people. We need to be surrounded by more. And how do we do that? We all act the same. It's always quite ironic, I think, when people try to be completely unique by having, um, you know, asymmetric hair or they've 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 got a really unique behavior or they they change something physically about themselves but in doing so they actually then belong to those group of people that are all trying to be unique and all trying to be um standalone and individual but if you go through school or workplace 
you can definitely categorize. You've got the sporty people. Let's take school, for instance. You've got the geeks. You've got the sporties. You've got the technology peeps. You've got the book readers. You've got the dorks. You've got the jocks. You've got the the models. You've got the this group, this group, this group, group. We all, whether we're aware of it or not, chime for in. The Frank Green drinks bottle. The Fox. I can't remember the name of it's some sort of fox something hoodie um white fox hoodies the labels that's how people follow fashion not necessarily because they think the clothes look really good on them it's because everyone wants the latest yeezys or the latest nikes or whatever so um just be aware i think as a first step we haven't moved on to belonging yet and how to 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 belong but when you're fitting in if there's this moment where there's a bit of tension or there's a little bit of discomfort or you just stood there thinking, God, what am I doing? Just take a pause and zone in, hone in, connect with your gut, with your heart, with how you're feeling. I'm sure we can all, the first memory that came to mind was I was at an old job and I was doing this job and this job was really good and it was um, paying well and it was quite unusual and it was with a very high profile individual. And I just had a moment of clarity. It shot me like a bolt thinking, what am I doing? This is not my dream. This is not me being authentic. I'm not happy. What? Why am I here? Is it to fit in? It absolutely was to fit in because everyone said, this job is so good, you should take it. This is like the perfect opportunity. But I wasn't being true to myself and we'll get onto that. What does that mean, being true to yourself? So yeah, just having awareness of when you're fitting in and if it's something you do weekly, like every Friday night you go to Zumba when in fact you'd rather be doing knitting or you go to piano and because that's what your grandma's wanted you to do forever. I don't know why I'm thinking of these things. And yet you want to do knitting or you go <clears throat> clubbing and drinking at the pub and actually all you want to do is start going, join a choir or something. So <clears throat> if it's something you do on the regular and you're not really excited for it and um, you don't, even if it's as, as simple as a person, friends, a group, where you're not like elated and really looking forward to spending time with them because we don't have that much time for social around life, around family, around work, around other commitments. So you really need to honour yourself by choosing people that you really get elevated by, lifted up by, if you're in a relationship, that you just don't feel like they're they're connecting and, and, and fulfilling your deepest needs and desires and wants well then possibly you're fitting in are they I mean this is very deep and I'm I'm trying to avoid relationships because some people don't have a choice there's arranged marriages they have it's all very complicated like who you end up with in a relationship unfortunately isn't always the individual's choice but for most of us it is so are you just dating someone within your social connections because that's deemed more socially acceptable or in your field line of work or whatever you get the idea so 
if there's one thing you do, try and choose something you're doing where you're fitting in, because I think we all do it. Every single person has an example where they're fitting in, not belonging. Can you change that? And unfortunately, choosing to not fit in and choosing to belong will cause the breakdown of relationships, will cause sacrifice and major change. But actually, that's what we want to embrace. So it's scary and it does take trust because for me, I had to accept that I was probably going to be very lonely for a lot of my life. And I would, I'm happy to say now I'm actually very, very rarely lonely because I'm so comfortable with doing life on my own. I also have a beautiful group of friends and I have an amazing social network through all my sports I do. Um, and I genuinely love people. And I, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm not like some um, hermit introvert. I have a lot of social connections, but I'm equally very happy belonging in my own company, which has taken years to get to. But it's going to be painful because it is, it's a human need to want to fit in. So you've got to go through a period of trust that it is worth the deeper connection you will get with yourself if you and deeper connection you will get with more genuine and um, better suited people in your life if you stop fitting in. And there'll be a period, a time frame, and I don't know how long, but it will feel like a lifetime of agony, of of like a withdrawal. You will you will grieve the false sense of belonging you get from fitting in. But trust me, please trust me, it is worth it. When you overcome that withdrawal and you overcome that grief of that false fitting in to then belong with yourself or or new people, it's absolutely worth it. So a part of trying to fit in also feeds into this idea of inadequacy, comparison and perfection. Three ideas there. So in order to fit in, we will always try and be better in the area that we're trying to fit in in, if that makes sense. Let me rephrase. Even if it is a negative behavior trait and it's something that is quite dangerous or toxic, we will do more of it to try and fit in more. So if you go out drinking with the lads or if you go out and have a wild one, if you don't feel like you're fitting in and you're trying to fit in more, chances are you'll consume most alcohol on that night. If you are... Um, I think it's called drag racing or like speeding around in the cars or let's let's do something less extreme. If you're um, trying to do tricks on your BMX bike, if you don't feel like you fit in, you will push those boundaries and you will push yourself further to do more dangerous and scary tricks. If you are feeling disconnected from a culture, say you're learning French, chances are you're going to do more language lessons, you're going to go to France, you're going to study harder, you're going to do more of whatever it is. So if you feel like what you're trying to do is actually dangerous for you, and if you've got to this point in the podcast, you're probably really invested in trying to better yourself and try and um, work on yourself, ask yourself, is doing more of the thing that I'm trying to do to fit in healthy for me or negative for me. The other thing to be really aware of, and this is a whole episode in itself, is comparison and the pursuit of perfection. 
Perfection does not exist. Perfection is a fabricated concept from your mind and the parameters will constantly change. Once you achieve what you deem as perfection, you will then push the barrier or push the marker, the goals even further. Please um, respect, I can say this from experience. My idea of perfection was all around weight loss back in my teens. And my goal was to kill myself through starvation. And so if I reached perfection, I would not be here anymore. And I would reach a certain weight and then that became not acceptable and then I would push the goal post. If you're a workaholic, you want to get to this level and then that's not enough. So you go to this level and you want to earn more and you want to get higher up the corporate ladder. We shouldn't need to strive for perfection if we feel we belong in ourselves. And that might be a weird concept. I'll explain that further in a sec. But also, if we feel like we belong within our life and our social construct and in our society, we shouldn't need to strive for perfection because the beautiful thing about belonging is you are accepted for who you are authentically and who you are is enough. So there's no need to push for more acceptance, more um, tolerance, more gratification, more validation. You don't need to push for perfection if you're already accepted as you are, just as you are. Whatever flaws and faults and perceived kind of challenges and um, problems that you, you perceive that you have, if you belong, that's fine. That's great. That's it. A, a cat won't um, kind of not accept their kittens because it's got the wrong size stripes or the wrong colored spots or like <laughs> I love I love when we get caught on a tricky topic taking it back to the animal kingdom animals never strive for perfection it is not within their conscious realm to compare with others and expect more from themselves they just exist they just are they just be and they're just belonging in their in their world. So we can learn a lot from animals in a way where we are just being and we're not striving for more. Because I promise you, the more you push for perfection, the less you will feel that you belong. You certainly won't fit in. You'll alienate yourself and you will cause yourself harm. It is, it is seriously dangerous. So practice I did a whole lesson, again, another podcast, I will make a note right now. Um, I did a whole lesson at a school on failure and embracing failure and actually being vulnerable and failing and showing flaws or showing that you're human is a wonderful way to increase human connection, which leads to belonging. Because everyone has areas of their life of vulnerability, everyone struggles, everyone fails, we fail all the time, every day. So by showing that and doing that around others and not trying to strive for perfection and not being hard on yourself and not comparing yourself to others opens up that possibility for connection. People love vulnerability, they love strength as well in others. When people are just real, 
it is so inviting when people put these hugely um, um, intimidating expectations on themselves and on you as well, um, which comes from perfection, is a is a heightened expectation on someone. That is not welcoming. That is not going to make you belong. That is that's going to just intimidate and 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 put people off. Apologies for the car in the background. Um, so. Fitting in, perfection, inadequacy, comparison. I'll need to talk around those topics more, but I do want to um, move on to belonging. So a little side note before I move on to belonging. I went to Coldplay last night. Very luckily got a free ticket. It all happened very quickly and it was very exciting. And I loved everything about the show. And I loved two things specifically, obviously the music and the the effects and all the balloons and all that incredible but two things stood out a t-shirt that he wore he had about four t-shirt changes um chris martin did one of his t-shirts said everyone is an alien somewhere and that really resonated with me and it really fits into this concept that i'm talking about we will not fit in or even belong everywhere so trying to fit in everywhere is completely pointless. Trying to mold yourself and change yourself in a way that everyone on the planet will embrace you is not possible. People do not love for very complex reasons because often they've got their own demons and their own self-worth issues and their own negative beliefs and so many reasons why people don't love every other person on the planet. We have racism, we have homophobia, we have um, religious wars, we have so much discrimination. That comes from that group of people or that individual not loving themselves, not being comfortable in their own skin, not belonging within themselves enough to embrace everybody. So Coldplay, or sorry, Chris Martin's t-shirt, everyone is an alien somewhere, is so true. So Take the pressure off yourself from trying to fit in or trying to convince those who have a very strong opinion of you, who may not like certain aspects of you. So what? Talk to the people that will embrace you, that will love you, that will um, accept you for who you are. And that's the weird kind of paradox is that we always try and chase those that don't accept us. It's like a self-esteem, proper-upper, validating. It's really dangerous because we start acting in a way that isn't true to ourselves and it's exhausting. Don't give those people your energy and time. Just learn to be yourself, be your authentic self and those that accept that version of you, you will belong to. They will love you unconditionally. You will be an alien. You will be unaccepted, misunderstood, and not welcomed by many people. Accept that. Let that go. It's not your job to fit in, let alone belong with every single person in the world. It's impossible. So be gone with that concept. If you don't fit in and you're not accepted, probably the reason is that they're not your tribe. They're not the right vibe for you. Um, another thing that Coldplay mentioned was one of the last songs he asked everyone to t- turn their phones off, fully embrace in the moment and just 
celebrate, sing along. And he said there are 60,000 people in the room and I want everyone to just sing and share in the moment. And I don't think we do that enough. I'm, I'm, I hate phones. I'm addicted to my phone and I hate that I have become addicted. I remember about five years ago when I, I would never look at my phone first thing in the morning. My partner at the time was very addicted to their phone. I couldn't understand it. I am now one of those people. So I'm working really hard at not being on my phone. Social media is so ironic. And I'm sure you've all heard this. It is the most unsocial form of connection. It is causing a huge lack of connection. So to feel belonging please stop looking at your phone when you're having a meal with someone. Please stop looking at your phone when your kids are trying to talk to you. Please stop looking at your phone when you're out and about. Like it was so scary observing everyone on their phones last night at this concert and thinking, shit, take it in, just start. Like granted, I took three videos and a couple of photos, but the majority of the time I wanted to experience and see it and feel it and be present not looking at it through a lens otherwise if you look to the, the concert through your whole, the phone which we do in life you miss being you miss belonging you miss being in the moment so yes online dating apps and internet and social media makes you feel like you belong and sorry guys, it's actually false. It's you will fit in. You'll feel like you're fitting in, but it's not a nurturing, beautiful connection. Different if you're on FaceTime, perhaps with people from abroad. Obviously, I don't get to see my family much at all. And FaceTime is incredible. But you know, the point I'm making here is just if you're doing something incredible, you're with beautiful company and you're doing something lovely, can you actually honor the moment by trying to belong rather than distracting yourself on the phone. Okay, rant over, but it did fit in. So a good necessary point to make. Alrighty, last thing before we move on to what belonging is and how we can embrace belonging is just to say we are doing our best. So yes, you could be saying, well, Liv, what about if I want to fit in, but I'm, I'm struggling and I want to belong? Um, eventually, but I'm not very good at the thing that I'm trying to belong at, or I'm a bit socially awkward, or I don't have the skills. Take the pressure off yourself. You're trying your best. I still have the belief, some people um, argue against this, that we genuinely, as human beings, will always do our best with the reserves, the capability, with the options available to us. I do not believe that we wake up and go, right, how am I going to be the worst version of myself today? Even if you have chronic depression, even if you have schizophrenia, even if you have some life-limiting um, illness or condition, with the means you have, I believe it is within our soul, within our DNA that we will still do our best with the means that we have. So you're doing your best to fit in. You're doing your best to belong. And that's okay. You might not feel like the most popular. I hated it at school. If I suggested doing something, I don't think people would ever come. Whereas there's all those, always those popular ones where if they said, let's all blink, everyone would blink. Or, you know, like there's always those that dictated the flow of the social um, kind of 
activity. And it was heartbreaking, constantly trying to fit in, constantly trying to um, belong. But actually, what I've realized as an adult and with a bit of maturity and wisdom is that I can belong by just being and inspiring. So maybe I don't actually physically belong in a way that I want, but as long as I'm being true to myself and putting my best self out there and inspiring others, that is a source of belonging. So I've tried my hardest my whole life to belong. I still struggle at times, but in not fitting in and not trying to like push it and force it and not being hard on myself and just accepting that actually not everyone is gonna kind of make me feel like I fit that's okay and um it just it just takes that the weight off you you're trying your best so keep persevering keep doing what it is that you want to be doing to fit in if and this is super important it is positive please don't try and fit in if you're in an abusive relationship. Please don't fit in if it's a really awful crowd and they're committing crimes. I don't think you'd be listening to this podcast if it's either of those. But yeah, choose where you put your energy to try and fit in. If you have a toxic family member, very, very challenging complex. I don't feel qualified to really comment on it. But sometimes just because they're family doesn't mean we have to have belonging with them. We don't choose our family. If it's causing undue stress and, and potential harm, try just try maybe not to try and fit in. Um, right, we've got to the good bit, the nice bit, the belonging part, because this is what you all want. This is what we all need. And this is what we should be striving towards is how to belong. So belonging is an acceptance of yourself as your authentic self by yourself and by others. So walking into an environment, presenting as your true self and everyone or the someone there going, yes, I like what I see. I like what I feel. I like what energy vibe you're putting out. I see you authentically as yourself and I want to welcome you into my life. That is belonging. I'm not going to ask you to change. I'm not going to ask you to be different. I'm not going to ask you to do any behaviors that you don't feel comfortable in doing. So relationships, oh my gosh, this is again, is a whole episode in itself. But if someone is trying to change you in a relationship, that is not belonging. That is not unconditional love. That is not respect. That is not kindness. That is not healthy. Get out of that relationship. I'm talking about a one-on-one, here we go, um, physical relationship. Um, Even a friendship though, like if they're trying to change you and they don't accept certain parts of you or they might accept might be too big, but they don't understand and they're not willing to accommodate, well, just they're not the right person for you. And that's very harsh and painful to hear. But in order to belong, you have to be accepted. Now, there might be traits that you have. There might be things you do. Let's be really superficial here and say you've got a really bad BO. And someone says, you know, they give, they give you a hint and they give you a little deodorant for Christmas or they they suggest, you know, personal hygiene or they take you to a spa. I don't know. They... They're subtly trying to change that aspect. That's not trying to change your authentic self. That is just 
maybe being a little bit embarrassed or a little bit feeling nauseous because of your BHO. I'm just using a silly example, but friends and loved ones will try and help you if you've got a really negative behavioral trait, like you smoke or you um, over-exercise or you're not eating healthily for yourself and someone's trying to help you to become a better version of yourself, great. But you have to be really careful with distinctioning between whether someone is trying to fundamentally change you as a being to help you fit in, which we don't want to fit in, or they are trying to help you. And more often than not, if you're in a, with a healthy person or they're a loving, kind person, they're a genuine friend or lover, they will try and embrace and enhance the positive aspects of yourself and they won't try and control you or change. What's the point in changing parts of you that are beautiful and authentic um, unless it's for toxic, negative reasons? So... How do you, you're probably asking, well, how do I know who my authentic self is? If you've spent your whole life trying to fit in to the point where you've actually forgotten who you are, or you don't even know what you want to do, or you don't know what your, who your people are, you don't know what it feels like to belong. There was an activity I did at the mental health first aid, pardon me, and it was five things that make you happy. What are five things that bring you joy? And when is the last time you did those five things? And if you haven't done them in a long time, make sure you try and include them more in your life. It takes all the thinking and the uncertainty and the, un it's, it's a big question to be like, who are you? What represents your authentic self? I mean, who knows? We don't have time. I do, because I'm always thinking about these things, but most people don't have time to ask that question let alone answer it. So to find out what really makes you you, write down what are the five things that bring you most joy, that are most healing, that are most positive, most beneficial for your soul. Mine are nature. Uh, I'm trying to write, I don't know why I'm writing them down. I know them off by heart. Nature, sports, water, art, and well, sport is kind of like movement, really. Um, and the last one, I don't really know. Last one, I've got nature, movement, water. So it's like ocean, art. I think, I kind of want to say me time, which maybe isn't, isn't there. Oh, and animals, love animals. Um, so, got my list. How to embrace and become more your authentic self after you have your list is do the list do the list and if spending time by yourself in nature swimming um with your dog so that takes up four of the five takes away time from going out clubbing with your mates well if clubbing with your mates is not on the list Unfortunately, you're going to have to sacrifice that and that will be a painful disconnect because you will stop fitting in, but you'll start belonging because you'll start to become your authentic self and you will meet other people who also like taking their dog down to the beach. Or if clubbing is your thing and you really know that makes you happy, then pop that on the list. And if you haven't done it in ages, maybe you need to swap out reading or like we just need to be more aware of how we spend our, our free time and 
we are the product of the five people we spend most time around. So you will be little bits. They will inform you to being who you are. The five people you spend most time with deeply influence who you are. So if you're around someone who's really aggressive, chances are you're either going to have your guard up, you're going to be defensive, or you're going to be quite nervous or anxious or um, very timid. If you're around someone who's like bright and bubbly and fun and just like the best energy ever, chances are you're going to be bright and bubbly. I find it very challenging because I am such an empath. I feel so strongly how other people feel. If someone is really sad, I find it very hard if I'm happy to connect with that because I I get so deeply affected. I don't want my happy to be affected. I can't help it. It like oozes into me. So sometimes I do step back a little bit to protect my my happy, my state of contentment. Going off topic a little bit. Do your five things and that will help you to belong. I would also ask those around you, have they noticed any changes? Do, if you don't know your list, some people won't know their five things that make them most happy. Ask your friends, do you feel like, you know, I'm my best self when I'm doing X or when I'm doing Y? Have you noticed a change in me in a good or negative way since I got with this person? Have you noticed that I'm more stressed or have you seen, have you noticed a change in me? It might be as simple as that. And a friend might then feel like, oh, thank God you've asked, because I can say, actually, since you um, started fostering dogs who have like behavioral issues, you just seemed a little bit overwhelmed and a little bit stressed and like, I don't know, whatever it is, they can, they can give you insight. It is so hard when we're in our own struggle, when we're so desperately in a state of trying to belong and we're doing everything possible to try and fit in. It's really hard to sort of step back and have self-awareness when you're in it. So ask friends, ask family, do you reckon I'm better now I'm with this person? I definitely asked, um, well, I didn't really need to ask. A good friend of mine readily gave me feedback on the fact that she wasn't, she was concerned that I wasn't my best self when I was in a previous relationship. And that was really helpful because I didn't have that awareness. And on reflection, that her saying that actually helped me to um, end that relationship. So ask those around you that you love. And I think I'm just going to end on one last thing. We only have one life. I am nearer to 40 than I am 30. That blows my mind. I only just feel like I'm really living my authentic self and that I'm where I'm meant to be. I'm doing what I'm meant to do. And I I have kind of morals and values that I really strongly want to live by. You don't have long. So uh, you might go, oh no, but I, you know, I I don't want to lose that connection. Blah, blah, blah. Why? Gift yourself the best life you can. Be the best version of yourself so that you can inspire and attract others who are also awesome people. Put your best self out there and you will start belonging to those who are also their best selves. Take the pressure off yourself. It's not a race. It's not a competition. You don't have to beat yourself into belonging. But it's a choice. We've got one life. 
who we spend time with, how we behave, the groups that we try and belong into, we only have one shot at it. So if you're not feeling like you belong, if you're feeling lonely, even if you're doing something on the regular, if you have neglected a part of yourself that you really loved, maybe a hobby you had as a child you not made time for, if you just feel a bit lost and alone, choose your five things, prioritize doing those and gift yourself connection to yourself, which I promise you will open up connections with other people and you will start to belong. I will end by sharing a personal story. I was doing an open studios art event. So I opened up my home and shared my art with um, the members of the public. I hadn't done that a year before. And it was only when I started to embrace my artistic side and becoming a full-time artist. A lady read my bio and my art description in the magazine, she came to the house not to see my art, just to meet me. She said something about you on paper really resonated me and I just thought, God, that's a lovely person I want to meet. She is now one of my best friends. She is an absolute legend. I love her to pieces. And that all stemmed from me not trying to fit in, me not trying to do anything other than what is true to me. And then I attracted someone like-minded, I promise you it works. Be true to yourself and you'll start to attract those around you that will make you feel belong. That doesn't make sense. That will make you feel belonged. You get the idea. Hope that's been helpful, guys. Um, I hope you got some nuggets of wisdom. I'd love, as always, your feedback and um, to hear your thoughts. And happy belonging, everybody.